Hey, Seattle hockey fans, Eric Lindsay Ayala here for another daily dose of Locked on Kraken, your only daily podcast dedicated to the Seattle Kraken. And on today's show, we're going around the world with the Seattle Kraken. That's because right as we speak or as I'm recording, the world championships, rescheduled world championships are going on. The United States is playing. Um, we also have uh, Latvia France and Slovakia playing. So I'm going to give you those updates, give you the rundown of the schedule and some of our guys that are playing for their national teams. We're going to get back to exit interviews and of course, give you the updates on the NHL Stanley cup playoffs, all that and more on this episode of locked on Kraken. You are locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. We've got a nice show for you. We're going to talk about the guys playing in Finland uh, for the World Championships. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. Maddie Benier is obviously on the, that initial team. Then that tournament got shut down by COVID, but we've got a few more guys that uh, have made the roster for their respective teams. So we're going to talk about that. And so the Seattle Kraken, world-class top-notch organization that they are, they did a nice little graphic for each of their guys that are playing. So let's take a look at that. We've got two goalies that are going. You've got, let me get my name out of the way here. We've got Chris Drieger and Morgan Geeky representing Team Canada. Then you've got Philip Grubauer, the German gentleman representing Germany. And then you've Larson carry over from the, uh, you know, Swedish mafia, as uh, a lot of folks in the Kraken organization like to say early in the season, Adam Larson representing team Sweden and Carson Coleman representing the United States. And as I mentioned, a few games going on right now, let's take you over to the live stats from IIHF World Championships. Again, this is happening in Finland. So we'll take a look at the schedule as I'm recording right now. You've got France and Slovakia playing. This is going to be a good one. You see it's 3-2 in favor of Slovakia. We talked a little bit about them, but some potential um, players available at the number four pick for the Seattle Kraken playing for, for Slovakia. So we'll continue to break that down. Then you've got the United States um, is beating Latvia. Uh, coming up later today, May 13th, you've got Germany versus Canada. So we've got a handful of um, Seattle Kraken players. Again, Geeky, Driggs, and Groovy 
in that game. Then you've got Finland versus Norway uh, tomorrow, Denmark, Kazakhstan, also tomorrow, Sweden versus Austria. Then you have um, uh, Switzerland versus Italy and Szczesnia or the Czech Republic versus Great Britain. And that will close out the first cycle of games for each team. Now let's take you to the full competition schedule just so you got a sense of what's going on here. So you have the preliminary rounds are going to take us all the way through um, through the 24th, and then we get into the quarterfinals in, on May 26th, and then we have our medal games on the 29th. So once we get through... Um, once we get through the prelims, it's going to move pretty quickly there. Um, you have four um, the, the teams and the group A. Let me show this to you here. I want to make sure it's on the screen. Okay, fantastic. Uh, you have uh, Canada, Germany, Switzerland, Slovakia, Denmark, Kazakhstan, Italy, and France in group A. And group B is Finland, the U.S., Czechia, excuse me, Sweden, Latvia, Norway, Great Britain, and Austria. So that's the breakdown. Uh, group A, group B. We'll keep, keep you posted. Again, we have some of our guys that are competing today that are going to be competing for their country and obviously for a medal. And one of those guys is Carson Coleman and the amazing Allison Lucan. And if you haven't been following up, and if you don't know who Allison Lucan is outside of the Seattle Kraken, she has a fantastic podcast, Too Many Men, and that just got picked up by Metal Lark. And that's the Dan LeBetard kind of podcast network. So congratulations to Sarah and Shayna and Allison and Too Many Men podcast. That's amazing news. But Allison Lucan also holding it down for all things Seattle Kraken and was able to write about Carson Coleman. So I'm going to take you over to that. This is available on the Seattle Kraken website. There will be a link in the show notes if you want to check that out. But um, we we talked about Ryan Soto Clark yesterday and now Allison Lucan, two of my favorites on the beat. Carson Coleman has been an impact player in Seattle. Now he'll take that ability to Finland as part of Team USA. The old adage goes that change of scenery can do wonders. Well, if you're Carson Coleman, this NHL season had been living proof. And if you're Team USA, for whom Coleman will play for the 2022 IHF World Championships, you hope that trend continues. Coleman joined the Kraken in January after being claimed off of waivers from Boston. He had a solid start until injury took him out of the lineup for a month and a half. But it was when the fourth-year pro game back to the ice that his game took off. Hockey players aren't ones to talk about themselves, but when asked, the 26-year-old forward agrees with the assessment. Quote, you never want to be not on the ice watching, but when you're injured and you take a step back and watch the game and maybe see where you can add and improve your game a little bit. I really think that I took that in and it helped me. I was also, I was able to run with, 
with it the last 20 to 25 games. So Coleman coming off of injury, talking about obviously not wanting to be off of the ice, but how that perspective gave him what he needed to push forward and have a pretty solid season. Uh, then Allison Lucan goes on to say that his return to the Kraken lineup was in the last game before the trade deadline. Dave Haxtell placed him on a line with Yanni Gord. And while the two would be separated for six of the final games of the season, they spent a majority of the remaining time, 13 games on the same line, including the last eight. It was a good fit individually. Coleman put up career highs in individual shot quality, 0.82 per 60, assists 7, and points 10, with a 5.85 shooting percentage. More importantly, with Gord, Coleman helped form one of the Kraken's most effective lines. And if you want to read more about that, then check out the link in the show notes where the amazing Allison Lucan breaks down what Carson Coleman was able to do for the Seattle Kraken. And of course, now we will keep an eye out as he right now with the team USA is playing in world championships. So it is, I think always great when players have the opportunity to compete for their national team. I'm a big fan of that. I know not everyone is, and there's a lot of money involved and rights stakeholders, yada, yada, yada. I personally love it. I was gutted to see that the um, NHL players weren't able to go to the Olympics. Um, I know COVID was the reason that was stated. I have my own thoughts about that, but maybe we'll leave that for another podcast. Um, anyway, um, that's neither here nor there. Maddie Benier is obviously not with the team. We heard from when he joined the Seattle Kraken that that was a probability. It seemed like a great chance. It was a great chance that he was not going to be playing um, for Team USA, has been, you know, dealing with some injuries. And it seems like the Seattle Kraken, and I guess Maddie Beneers and his team agreed that Maddie would sit this one out. So Carson Coleman gets the nod. Uh, there's a few other guys from that Olympic team that are, are playing in world championships, but we'll have some time to talk about that as Worlds is ongoing. But um, coming up next, we're going to hear from some of these guys. I told you that, um, you know, we have a few exit interviews left here for Locked on Kraken before we close out um, with what we had available. So some players like Morgan Geeky, for example, we don't have anything for Morgan Geeky, but we're going to hear from Ryan Donato and Maddie Beneers on this episode of Locked on Kraken. That's coming up next. But right now, let me tell you about Built Bar. It is uh, just a, a great alternative if you're a snacker like me, you have a little bit of a sweet tooth like me, but you want to also, like me, make sure that you're getting your caloric intake, making sure that you're eliminating empty calories or too many uh, carbs, too, too much sugar, stuff like that. So just imagine dipping your finger into a plastic tub of birthday cake frosting. There's an actual built bar that has that effect. I just made some banana bread the other day and oh my gosh, tasting the batter is like one of my favorite things. Um, and frosting as well. And so built bar is able to, while keeping things low, 
on the calories, low on the sugar, low on the carbs, but high in protein. They're able to mimic some of these flavors. The birthday cake puffs, which means that they have the protein-infused marshmallow. Oh my gosh, absolutely amazing. Cannot wait to get my hands on some of those, especially as someone that just had a birthday, right? I feel like I should get that order ASAP on the immediate. But um, they even have little sprinkles, which is super cute. That's 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and only nine grams of sugar. This is a limited time flavor. So let's go, my Taurus family. You got to get some of these for our birthday season. And so like always, we want you to go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and that will get you 15% off your next order of Built Bars. That's right. Head to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and that will get you 15% off your next order of Built Bars. Happy birthday to my Torians and happy snacking to us all. We're back here with another episode of Locked on Kraken, your daily dose of the Seattle Kraken. Now, if you want to keep up with some of the other things that are happening around the league, I guess that's kind of important playoffs, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then make sure your next listen is the Locked On Now podcast. This is nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. And just like everything on the channel, Locked On podcast channel, that is, it's absolutely free for you and available wherever you listen to podcasts and, of course, also on YouTube. Alrighty, the time has come. We are going to get to, I mean, I feel like you already know this, but let me just state the obvious. Two of my favorite guys. I'm a huge Ryan Donato fan. I've been following Matty Beniers and his trajectory. Like one of the first things that I had to do when we started this podcast was predict who the Seattle Kraken we're going to take. And Matty Beniers just liked liked his tood, liked his game from what we were hearing. Um, so it's been a ooh, that was a lightning strike, a little bit thundery here in um, Tulsa. Anyway. I've been following Matty Beniers. He's a Massachusetts boy. Ryan Donato, Massachusetts boy. You know, I always say he loves us more than he loved any of the others. I do not stand for Ryan Donato slander in this house. We put some respect on Ryan Donato. But let's hear what Ryan and Matty had to say in their exit interviews, including at the time at least. So this is about two weeks ago now. Ryan Donato saying that he hadn't had any conversations with management just yet as one of our guys that's on that restricted free agent list i certainly hope that there are some conversations forthcoming if not already have happened with donato but let's take you over we'll go to ryan donato first then maddie Beniers in this second stanza of friday's episode of locked on kraken yeah um I mean, I think it's just a, a testament to also that the coaches uh, give me the trust to play in uh, different positions because it's not really easy to play one night in one spot and then another night in another spot. So uh, having the trust to do that and uh, obviously coaching me to be able to do that as well. Yeah, no, uh, those two guys are obviously awesome to play with. Um, Maddie has a bright future in this league, so I was happy to be a part of his uh, first couple games. And, and obviously Ebbs is... Um, He's an apple tree. You get open, you give him the puck, he's going to get open. Um, so it was definitely fun to play with those guys, and uh, we did have some chemistry there. 
I, again, I, I just think it was a blessing, right? I think um, you get these opportunities and you want to take advantage of them. And even if you, you feel like you're playing, playing great and doing all those things, you might just be missing by a hair. You might be hitting the post a couple of times. You might be missing your opportunities. Um, and even though I, I do think I, I am happy with the season that I have, and I still think there's a lot more that I can give. I think I have a more, couple more gears to go. And um, I think that uh, the puck can go in a little bit more. And, and there's definitely things that I want to contribute more. Uh, I think both. I think both. I think uh, I think it's always been there. Um, a lot of those abilities to create plays and uh, and create offense. But I think I definitely developed. I think the coaches did a great job of of, uh, of molding me into a, a player that can and be in most situations during the game. And um, I definitely figured out how to play a, a harder game and a heavier game and a game that you win more battles and those type of things. And um, yeah, I think it's a testament to the coaching staff. Um, my teammates, the support group we got here, it's, it's amazing. So everything's been top notch. And uh, yeah. yeah, no, that was definitely very special. Um, it, it is crazy. Uh, I didn't picture myself if you asked me when the Kraken draft was going on and uh, that I would be scoring the first goal. But uh, yeah, that was a, a, an amazing experience. Uh, I'm just extremely thankful for that opportunity to be in that situation. And uh, it could have been anybody else, but it was lucky enough to be me. Yeah, I'm, um, you know, what I need to do with this offseason, uh, definitely get bigger and stronger. Um, you know, that's kind of been a, a point at every every stage of my hockey career, so because uh, I've always been a skinnier guy. Um, but, yeah, it's a little bit more emphasis now, and I think, you know, I'm getting older, and I think it will be a lot easier to do so. So um, that and, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, the last 10 games have been good, I think. You know, it was the end of the season. Guys had, you know, already played 70-something games. So I think it was a little bit easier coming in in that time than mid-season. So I think I'm expecting a little bit more uh, intensity next season, but, um, you know, going against other guys. But I think I think it was good to get my, you know, get my toes wet and uh, see what kind of game it is, see how fast it is and uh, the physicality of it and, you know, get get a little confidence that, you know, I can I can play here and, um, you know, contribute to the team. Yeah, I mean, it's um, in the hockey aspect. I think, um, I think I had, yeah, I think it met the expectations of you know how hard it was going to be, and uh, you know, I think the you know how many games you play, and you know how how you have to treat your body, and uh, like almost the turnover, like it's a lot different from college. So that was probably over my expectations. Like we. We had Friday, Saturday, and then you have six days to fix any bumps or bruises. Here you got you got Friday, and then you're playing Saturday or Sunday, so you're you got to get going, um, and so there's no time to waste. So that was that was definitely that might have been the biggest adjustment, um, but I think that it's really good to see that and know know what's coming and kind of get get acclimated to that. So that was that was probably the biggest. Um, yeah, uh, no, I was done with that. <laughs> uh, you were asked when you first started here if you were going to consider playing in the World Championship this summer. Have you made any decision on that? Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm going. So, um, so what is your plan now for the summer? You just you go back to Massachusetts and just start training again? Or? Yeah, I think it's a mix of uh, going back to Mass and then I might go to Michigan as well. It's um, I think I, I have two really good spots where I train. So one. Uh, back in Foxborough, and then 
at USA. I've trained there too, so I think I'll probably do a little bit mix of both on the same program. Just um, skate, be home for a little bit, get that rest, and you know, work out, be with my family, and then go to Michigan and I think probably skate with you know the Hughes and their group, and then um, you know work out with Brian Galvin at USA. So then, yeah, a little bit. I think <laughs> uh, I think I think I. You know, after the first game, I think I was like, all right, I think I can, I can do this. I didn't know, um, you know, points were going to come uh, like that, but, um, you know, they did. And I think, you know, that's, that's uh, you know, a lot goes to that, to my line mates and the people I was playing that were around me playing. Um, so, yeah, I think um, I wasn't totally expecting it. I thought, I think I could have an impact, but I didn't know it was going to be uh, as much as that, I'd say. I mean, um yeah, definitely different from Michigan. Honestly, somewhat similar to Boston in in a way. I mean, there's great restaurants here that we've been to. Um, we've actually been to a good amount. Um, I think we went to Bourbon Steak a couple of times. That was great. Um, but, yeah, no, great restaurants. Finally have some seafood again that I can eat. Um, unlike Michigan, I didn't really have that. So that's honestly been great. Having I'm like, oh, I can eat the clam chowder here. Um, so no, that's, that's been, that's been honestly huge. And it's, it's, I mean, I don't know, people who live in Seattle might think differently, but like for me being kind of new here, like, I think it's somewhat similar to Boston. It kind of gives me that home feeling like you got, you know, a nice city, you got the water, you got great food around. And, um, I haven't been able to do much exploring. My parents were able to while they were here, but I think we're going to come back in the, in the summer and, um, do a little bit more than than what I did, but yeah, no, I, I love my first, you know, what was it, three weeks here, so uh, I, had a, I had a lot of fun, and yeah, I think the food was the food was great, so. All right, so we heard from the Massachusetts boys on the line together with, uh, I loved that, the apple tree, uh, <laughs> Jordan Eberly, I had never heard that term before, but uh, apple tree, Always uh, picking up assists when you're on a line with with Ebbs. I love that. So Ryan Donato obviously talking about not really knowing what's what's going to happen with him. He alluded to it or um, he was asked about it. But as we take a look at what he was able to do this season, and I've mentioned it, he loves us more than he loved any of the rest of them. Looking at his career totals, um, he had the most games played. He had the most points, 16 goals, 15 assists for Ryan Donato. So would love to see him back, but those are conversations, obviously, that will be ongoing when it came to Maddie Beneers. I mean, we talked about it a bunch of times, but Maddie Beneers coming in was able to come in from college. You heard him talk about it, was a little bit surprised himself that he was able to have the impact that he did talked about uh, being able to eat seafood again, not wanting to do that in the middle. Uh, I'm assuming that's where he was coming from with that. I feel the same way, but about pizza, I don't eat pizza outside of uh, New York. I've never been to Italy, but hopefully in, a, in another three years, I'll get a chance to do that. But uh, anyway, I digress. I've talked about it a few times, but look at this. We finally get a profile picture for Maddie Beneers on NHL.com. But obviously, he had career numbers in that this was his first uh, stint, as you heard it, 19, 19 years old. 
in the National Hockey League. He also talked about um, going to Michigan and going to uh, going back home to Massachusetts. Obviously, not playing in the in the World Championships, but he will get his training done, split time between Mass and Michigan before finding his way back to Seattle. So uh, again, we've talked about it a bunch of times, but he had nine points in 10 games, 10 appearances for the Seattle Kraken. That came with three goals, six assists for Matty Beneers. I think he's going to have a bright future in the NHL. I think he's going to have a bright future um, with the Seattle Kraken. And I, for one, am very excited to see how it all plays out. But coming up next on Locked on Kraken, we're going to take you to the NHL playoffs. We have a few series that have um, closed out, um, and then we have some Game 7s. Oh, I forgot to do this. Before we do that, I want to also show you congratulations are in store for Maddie Beniers as he won the Carl Isaacson Award that was announced uh, earlier this week, I believe. And so it's presented each season to the player who best combines high scholastic achievement with their athletic ability. Uh, remember, Maddie Beneers was set to go to Harvard, stay in Massachusetts where he could have gotten that really good seafood, but he opted to go to Michigan as the Ivy League shut down their their um, sports programs because of COVID in that first year in particular. So congrats to Maddie Beneers. Always good to see him thriving. He's He's got a good head on his shoulders, folks. Excited what's to come. But coming up next again on Locked on Kraken, we're going to take you into the – NHL playoffs. And speaking of the NHL playoffs, our partner Bet Online is the number one source for all your betting and sports info. We've got playoffs in the NBA. We've got playoffs, obviously, in the NHL. We've got Major League Baseball, MMA, UFC, all of it. And you can find the latest odds, news, and sports developments on Bet Online. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from betting live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website or you can use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. And we are going to close out this episode of Locked on Kraken, taking you to the Stanley Cup playoffs. We've got some game sevens, folks. It was an exciting time. We went over the scores from Thursday. So we're going to go over uh, Friday's scores, including, of course, who we're going to see over the weekend. Because, yes, we do have some game sevens in tow, three of them for what we know. Um, so let's go over, excuse me, we'll go over Thursday's scores. We'll go over the Friday schedule and um, then we'll go from there. So here we go. On Thursday, we saw that the Hurricanes fell to the Boston Bruins. And so that game or that series, excuse me, is tied 
at three apiece. This one went into overtime. The Lightning get it done against the Maple Leafs. They're still in contention for a three-peat, but they're going to have to go the distance as the Lightning tie it up in game six. So we're getting a game seven in that series. It's not going the distance for the Minnesota Wild as they lose to the St. Louis Blues 5-1 in Game 6. The Blues have the Colorado Avalanche waiting for them in the next round. And then, ooh, this one was spicy. Evander Kane gets two goals in this game. Not my favorite uh, player, although he is on my fantasy team. I've talked about that a few times. I'm terrible at fantasy hockey or fantasy anything. Fantasy men's hockey. I won an NWHL league a few years ago. Anyway, that's what we have there. That series is tied, so they are going to get a game seven. That is the roundup from uh, yesterday's games. So, again, we know that we have some game sevens in tow. Those are going to happen um, tomorrow, Saturday, and I'll take you through the start times. We know that the start time for the Bruins and Carolina is 4.30 p.m. tomorrow, Saturday, May 14th. That's happening in Raleigh, North Carolina. Raise up. As a matter of fact, I'm wearing all my Elon garb because that's where I went to school. I went to school in North Carolina. Uh, all right. Game seven between the Tampa Bay Lightning and Toronto Maple Leafs is going to happen at 7 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday, May 14th. That's tomorrow. That's going to be in Toronto. And game seven of Los Kings versus the Edmonton Oilers. That's 10 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow in Edmonton. So, again, I'm kind of pulling for uh, for the Kings there because of Francisco X Rivera and, of course, Blake Bolden. Uh, other than that, I don't really have uh, a take on that. All right, so what are we going to see uh, for the schedule Let's take a look at what we have on tap tonight. I mentioned it. I am going to definitely keep an eye on the New York Rangers and Pittsburgh series because I'm supposed to go to a concert at Madison Square Garden on Tuesday. We'll see what happens there. The Florida Panthers and the Washington Capitals, they're going to take the ice at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. And um, we have Calgary and Dallas 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. That's the Friday matchups for you. So this will be our final show until Monday. We really won't have, unless there's any signings, we won't have any breaking news that's going to happen for the Seattle Kraken. So it's Monday is our next go-round. But I hope you take some time this weekend to, yes, definitely relax and unwind. But I got some great advice. I feel like I, I found it on, like, Instagram or something. But I liked it. It essentially said that you should use your weekends to build out the life that you want, the life that you dream of, your, your, you know, your goals, you know, work on that over the weekend. So if that's fixing up your house or starting a podcast or starting an entire platform dedicated to black women and melanated people in sports media, use your, some of your weekend time to fulfill your dreams, to fulfill your goals. And so with that, I hope you have a restful and relaxing and also just, um, imaginative, innovative, and um, fruitful weekend 
get that dream going, make it into a goal, make it into a reality. And we'll talk on Monday. Have a great one. Hold fast. Stay true. Let's go cracking. I'll see you next week.